You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. Thank you to everybody who tuned in to our number one. Yeah, four-hour show. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm being joined by you all over North America. You want to holler at me? It's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got a good Monday night football game. Of course. Two teams that represent the AFC West. They're going in right now. The Kansas City Chiefs, they currently lead the Raiders 30-23. to 23. Eh, About four and a half minutes left in this game. Las Vegas Raiders trying to stay alive and put a score on the... Well, damn it. They put a score on the board. Wow. Uh, uh, Devontae Adams' connection here with Derek Carr... The 47-yard reception, I believe, earlier on in the game. A 48-yard touchdown reception right now. And all we need is an extra point to make it 30-all. What a way to open up the second hour of the show. Obviously, as this game continues on, we'll keep you up to date as it goes. And extra point away from it being 30-all. A good one. At one point in time, the Las Vegas Raiders, they led 20-10. to 10. Jared, they're going for two here. What do you think of that? Rather aggressive here with four minutes <laughs> to go. If, if you're the Raiders, what do you have to lose? You always choke things away. Josh McDaniels, we, did, we just had a caller on the other side of the break. He said that he needs to be given the boot. The man just got the job. Let's see if this ends up being a dumbass play call. And they actually convert. Let's see. Well, maybe they did it. Nope. There you have it. The referees say <laughs> no. The referees say no conversion. And instead oh. of having a a tie game, the Raiders still trail thirty to twenty nine. Maybe he does need to be given the boot. But if you're the Raiders, this lets you know when a, how a coach feels about his own team. You know, when you think that this is the best chance that we might have of getting back into the end zone or the red zone. No, the the, the players, the Raider players are saying, oh, we had it, we had it, we had it. Well, you didn't. 30 to 29. It should have been a tie game. 30 to 29. Kansas City currently leads Las Vegas. We'll, We'll talk about that one. I know when we get to the conclusion of this game, it's going to be a lot of angry and upset Raider fans. There's going to be a lot of people like myself. I expected the Raiders to choke this one away, and um, they're contributing to that. 
four minutes and 27 seconds left in the game. We opened up the show by talking about Matt Rule. Matt Rule has been given the boot by the Carolina Panthers. We just had a caller, Rich from Chicago, uh, one of the coaches he feels needs to be fired outside of Nathaniel Hackett. Everybody thinks he needs to he needs to go. Ron Rivera, he also mentioned Coach McDaniels here going for, for two against the Chiefs to tie the game. And, and, and we'll continue on. And it's not just that. Right before we went to break, I told you about the Mets. People are giving Buck Showalter hell. You know, there is there is there's no winning when you're a coach. You're going to be second-guessed. Part of getting and having the job is whether or not you're successful or wanted. Like Buck Showalter, you're going to be second-guessed and criticized. And when you lose, you're going to be blamed. And so Matt Rule, yeah, he sucked with Carolina, and he got fired for it. You know, there are people who want Ron Rivera can from the Washington Commanders. I just told you about the Mets, and we'll hear from Buck Showalter they were eliminated in embarrassing fashion out of the wild card round. And after winning 101 games, they don't even make it to the divisional round. I want to get to your phone calls. I want to talk about Buck Showalter. Obviously, we'll keep you up to date on Monday Night Football, 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Topeka, Kansas, and talk to Dalton. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. What's up, Dalton? Man. I'm a lifelong Bengals fan, and I've been in Kansas my whole life. So, yeah, obviously I've been <laughs> upset most of my life. Sure. So, And I'm upset right now, man. Like, what the hell was going on with the play calling in Cincinnati, Ohio, for that game? I mean, we got Jamar Chase, right? Deep threat, right? Oh, Okay. So let's throw it to him one yard behind the line of scrimmage repeatedly. And let's let also be the only other receiver that we go to is Hayden Hurst, which isn't even a receiver. Oh, and then on fourth and one, let's go for it. Instead of kicking the field goal, which will want us the game. Yeah, there's a couple of times. I've been saying for a long time, sir. I've been saying for a long time. I said this as soon as the Bengals lost the Super Bowl. The Bengals ended up in the Super Bowl in spite of Zach Taylor, not because of him. Well, And I was criticized for that for so long until now, and people are starting to realize, hey, it's the coach's fault. Well, Yes, I I will agree with you. There were some questionable play calls yesterday. Uh, Joe Mixon certainly should have gotten a ball, one of quite a few plays, and and, and he expressed as much. You know, but you can't can't fire the guy after you go to the Super Bowl. I, I understand that. And T. Higgins is busted up, and there are injuries, but that doesn't excuse some of the play calling. So let me ask you this. Living in the world of reality, knowing that you just can't give Zach Taylor the boot right now, what do you want to see for the rest of the season? On the other hand, this doesn't make things better. It seems like they lose every single game at the end of the game on a kick. What do you want to see the rest of the year? I want to see them actually throw the ball down the field. They haven't done that thus far, sir. In every game that I've been able to see, 
considering my viewing audience, I'm from Kansas, so I only get to see a limited amount of games. But according to what I've seen, they're afraid to throw the ball down on the field. Okay. Well, Joe, it's only been ten to fifteen yard dink and dunk routes yes. the entire time. I understand that. Well, slow down, Dalton. Down Dalton, let's. Hey, Dalton, I, I want to fill you in on something. You know this already. I understand your frustration. You know I don't. I don't call the plays, right? You know that's not me. No, I understand. I'm just frustrated, man. I know. I know. Well, I want. I'm. I'm telling you also what, what Joe Burrow said. Joe Burrow said they're not giving them an opportunity to throw the ball because they're playing cover two. And when you have Jamar Chase, you don't want him going down the field. I'm only telling you what they're saying. And so I understand your frustration. As a lifelong Bengals fan, you certainly know frustration. I don't know if you, you are old enough to remember what took place in the 80s. That was also frustrating. I'll tell no, you this. I'm born in 90, but I've been frustrated for 32 years. Yes, then you don't know anything but frustration. I will tell you this, Dalton. Get used to more frustration the rest of this season, okay? Sorry. Yes, sir. Okay, sorry. Oh, damn. Do hey, Shep, do I need to send him like a fruit basket? That was real sad, man. No, it's a shame. You know, it's it's funny. You talk about the relationship you've had with Boomer Esiason. I mean, he didn't even catch that. Yeah, no, wow. There's a, there's a. Well, he said he he doesn't remember. Which Th- that's is what I'm saying. Like at least, like 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 we we kind of remember the good times because we were just young enough to remember Boomer very, very late in his career with the Bengals specifically when they were relevant and very good. Might I add, a touchdown shy of winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I I've been keen on uh, reminding Chris Collinsworth about that when I've when I've spoken to him. He was I pretty guess- good too. Yeah, that's I guess that's me being a jerk. But yeah, if you're a Bengals fan, I'm sorry. I, I can't find any optimism for you. I I consider last season, I don't want to call it a fluke, but who the hell expected them to be there? Nobody. And who expected the the, the Bengals to have some type of sustained success just bouncing off and being favorites back to a Super Bowl? Nobody. And so I'm supposed to be shocked now that they're two and three and that their head coach can't coach his way out of his own behind? No, I'm not. This is it's to be expected. My apologies for being so blunt. I, I do want to send him a gift basket, but I'm not. Just just get get well soon. Sounds like he's sick, but he roots for the Bengals. He must be sick in some type of way. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS, you know, I might as well reference this guy as well. You know, people want to give this man the boot. We know Matt Rule got fired. And people were destroying Ron Rivera online. Similar reasons. Tennessee Titans beat him 21 to 17. Everybody in the NFC East is playing terrific football right now. Even even the Giants are playing great football. They have a record of four and one. Washington is one and four. And so naturally the fans are just like, whoa, why do we suck? Well, you got you got Carson Wentz as your quarterback. He's thrown six interceptions, including one at the end of the game that pretty much sealed it. And so Ron Rivera, he was asked about the team, the season. And he's just like, listen, guys, the house isn't on fire. 
panic time right now? Because I mean, For you, maybe, but not for me, Scott. Why? I'm not going to panic. Why? Because there's plenty of football left, okay? We're going to work our butts off to get better. That's all we can do, okay? I mean, that's the truth of the matter is, you know, and, and again, if you work and continue to work and continue to work, eventually it's going to change, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to change it. This is not going to happen overnight. It's never going to happen overnight. When is it going to I don't know. But I will say, and I, and, I, and I don't disagree with some of the thought process, there is a sense of urgency. And I hope everybody in that locker room has the same sense that I have. Oh, well, there's a thin line between a sense of urgency and panicking. I wonder, it's like crossing the street. At what point do you cross the street and you're right there in the middle of the crosswalk? You're on one side of urgency, the other side is panic. And if you're Washington while crossing the street, you just get hit by a bus. You know, he talks about, I don't know when things are going to change or turn. Will you be around to see it? And I, I, I don't, I don't want to say I feel bad for Ron Rivera. But since this, since this man has taken the job as head coach of the commanders, of which they weren't the commanders when he took over, they've just been a train wreck. He, he hasn't just been a, a head coach of the team. He's also been a babysitter. He's been a mop-up man. He's been a janitor. He's had to be the face of this organization and the franchise since he took the gig in 2020. And now it seems like at the end of this, he'll get a raw deal. Haskins, Kyle Allen, a returning Alex Smith, Ryan Fitzpatrick gets broken and his career is done after his hip. Heineke, Wentz, this is... Who can win with these guys? He had Alex Smith out there on, I don't want to say one leg, but a whole re, a totally reconstructed leg. Who's winning that? Nobody. Hey, good luck to Ron Rivera. I root for him, but I don't think he's doing himself any type of favors. It's a hard knock life being a coach. And speaking of that, just go ahead and look at what we saw last night. Wild card matchup. New York Mets. San Diego Padres, win or go home. The New York Mets went home. They were embarrassed. The final score is six to nothing. Joe Musgrove is on the mound. This guy's ears are shining. Talking about his spin rate is going through the roof. He's mowing down the New York Mets. The Mets are embarrassed. They have no life. City Field is looking like a, 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 a funeral. And Buck Showalter, he walks out onto the mound and he talks to the ump or he talks to the ump and he's like, hey, listen, check this guy. We're getting our asses kicked. I think he's cheating. Look at his ears. It's shiny, and they were. The umpire went up onto the mound and he's rubbing this guy's ears. He's checking his ears. He's caressing his ears. He's rubbing his sideburns. I'm like, whoa, is this Skinamax or am I watching a baseball game? And then Musgrove is cleared. He's not cheating. They don't detect anything. He continues to mow down the Mets, and then they lose. The New York Mets won 101 games. They had a chance the weekend before to to beat the Braves, and they don't even do that. And so it's absolutely hilarious. The team that had a a 10-and-a-half game lead in the National League East, they don't hold the lead. The Braves call up all their young guys. 
The Mets' old guys get busted up, like Max Scherzer. He's old. He stinks at the end of the season. At least DeGrom here in his final start of the season, at least uh, he helps the Mets win to stay alive. He's a, a free agent. You got to check a guy's ears? This was a weird story. This was, this was a high, high drama. And so after the game, Buck Showalter, he was pretty much asked, it's like, hey, why did you check the guy for cheating? This was Buck's long, hilarious answer. It was, you know, we have privy to a lot of things that uh, point that direction. Obviously, you know, I, I love him as a pitcher, always have. And uh, that's the only thing I kind of, you know, I feel kind of bad about is that it, it, but it won't cast anything. He's too good a pitcher and they're too good a, you know, those Without getting into a lot of things, you know, the spin rates and different things that you, I'm sure you're all aware of, you know, when you see something that uh, that, uh, that jumps out at you. I get a lot of information in the dugout that, uh, you know, we certainly weren't having much luck uh, the way it was going, that's for sure. But, you know, I'm charged with doing what's best for the New York Mets, and if it makes, you know, however it might make me look or... Uh, or whatever, I'm going to do that every time and live with the consequences. I'm not here to um, not hurt somebody's feelings, you know. know, I'm going to do what's best for our players in the New York Mets, and uh, I felt like that was best for us right now. Uh, Some pretty obvious reasons why why it was necessary. Okay. Listen. There were a lot of people who kind of destroyed him and called it desperate that he had this guy's ears checked out. He had the ump check him out. The team is getting mowed down. He's right. He's the manager of the team. Who cares what it looks like? Like, He's supposed to go out swinging, even if it looks ridiculous. Even a manager like Buck Showalter, everyone looks at him and says, oh, look at all the success he has, and then the team stink. When it matters the most in the postseason, it doesn't matter what team he's coaching. Met fans clamored for this guy. We need Buck Showalter. Yankee fans wanted him. We need Buck Showalter. Man, nobody ever wins in the court of public opinion. If you don't win a championship, all of a sudden you're garbage. I'm not saying that Met fans are going that far, but... He's being criticized, and that's a part of the job. But, I mean, damn. What about the players that they have? Old. Older, falling apart, no offense. What about the guys, the the dudes on offense who scored zero runs? Max Scherzer is making $43 million a year. It's like his whole side fell apart at the end of the season. He got beat up. He fell apart on Friday. Max Scherzer, after the fact, he's like, listen, this feeling doesn't feel good at all. Guys are playing through injuries. You know, we make so many sacrifices, all the training you know, that you do uh, you, for these moments uh, to, you know, to get to the postseason, and it doesn't work out. It's the worst day of the year. Yeah, well, you still get $43 million this year. You get $43 million next year. You have a player option where even if you suck, you can make $43 million the next not so bad. Congratulations to the New York Mets. Old guys making money. Meanwhile, the Braves are out here. They're 
is trying to double up on the championship. And by the way, they locked up Spencer Strider. Six-year deal, $75 million. The Braves don't do anything but get their young guys on the cheap. Austin Riley wanted to stay a Brave. Ozzie Albies, Robert Acuna, Matt Olson, they just brought him over. Michael Harris just brought him up and got him on the cheap. They got a bunch of all-stars for the next eight, ten years. These guys are absolutely amazing. There's one way to win some games, and it's not just throw a lot of money at some guys. Braves farm system is just absolutely amazing. New York Mets, they got to pay DeGrom in free agency. Their closer, Edwin Diaz, they got to pay him in free agency. And so the Braves, they'll take on the Phillies tomorrow. The Mets, they'll be watching from home just like everybody else. It sucks for them. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Monday night football continues to roll on. Kansas City trying to hold the lead, 30-29. to We'll give you an update on the other side of the break. And then I mentioned a New York baseball team. The Mets are done. The Yankees start tomorrow. And then one of their players, he just, he just quit. I'll tell you who on the other side. JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First off, I just want to say mad respect for your show. You always uh, got a lot of good points. I agree with a lot of things you say. I just want to say I love your show. Me and my grandpa listen to it every night. I needed it at JR Fix tonight, and I'm glad that you're on. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Monday Night Football. We got a final score. Kansas City comes back to beat the Raiders. They come back from a 20-10 to 10 deficit. Kansas City wins 30-29. to 29. We saw a lot in this game. Questionable calls, roughing the passer. We saw missed kicks. We saw questionable play calling. And ultimately, just this just seems like this is what happens with the Raiders. They lose again. Kansas City, they improved to four and one. Las Vegas, they fall to one and four. Kelsey has four touchdowns tonight. Four. Count them four touchdowns. Seven receptions, 25 yards. Easy work for Travis Kelsey tonight. Devontae Adams had to go out there and work for his passes. Two touchdowns, 124 yards. Longest was 58. I believe the other one was 48. We're going to continue to talk about this game as the night goes on. The Raiders in the toilet 
of the AFC West. They fall to one and four. Kansas City, this is opposite of what we saw last season where people were talking about the, 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 the demise, the falling apart of Patrick Mahomes. Right now, the Chiefs, they improved their record to four and one. Raiders are going to Raider. I said before the game even finished up when the Raiders had a 20-10 to 10 lead. I pretty much said, these are the Raiders. You think they're going to hold on to the lead? We, we see the results. Not positive, not by any stretch. And so as the night continues on, we'll take your calls on the game. You'll hear some actual plays from the game. And then you'll actually hear from the players. I'm sure Travis Kelsey, who had a hell of a night. Patrick Mahomes. And then we'll hear from the losers. And then we'll look at the Raiders. To the shock of no one, they blew a 20 to 10 lead. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know what? Let's go ahead and uh, let's at least give you a little bit of a tease. You want to know what the the final sounded like? Hey, Shep, do we have that in? Got your boy Kevin Harlan with the final incomplete pass, if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, here it is, courtesy of Westwood One. Under center is Carr. Pointing out his protections, he's got four wide and Jacobs in the backfield. Carr looks over the three-man front. Here comes the blitz, the fake handoff, the blitz is on. Carr throws an arching pass. The receiver's down. The pass flutters incomplete. No yellow on the field, no flag. And on downs, the Chiefs are going to get it. The Chiefs are going to get it on downs. You need a fourth and one, and you throw deep, hoping for the flag. It did not come, and the Chiefs will take over and get this win. Yep, it, it appeared that Derek Carr was pushed to the ground after he released the pass. There was no call. None. Earlier on in the game, I must remind you, the internet went wild over this. Chris Jones hit Derek Carr, basically snatched the ball from him. What looked like a normal, actually a great strip sack by the defensive tackle. The refs decided to call that roughing the passer. We already know what took place. We talked about this earlier on in the show. You have someone like Tom Brady who is the gold. He's too old to be called the golden child. But he is the untouchable one. Tom Brady gets hit by Grady Jarrett, and it's roughing. We know what happened to Tuatonga Valoa. Damn it, Teddy Bridgewater got hit by Sauce Gardner to basically start off the game with the Dolphins and the Jets, and Teddy Bridgewater showed concussion symptoms. They said he didn't suffer a concussion, but he had enough symptoms where they said, no, you're going to sit out. And so we know they're going to protect the QBs. This is the new interest of the NFL. But at what point are y'all changing the game up? Where's the consistency? We had Sean Payton. Yeah, he's not coaching right now. He can say what the hell he wants. We had Sean Payton saying it is a problem on Twitter. Tony Dungy. Well, he hasn't coached in years. He's always vocal. 
Tony Dungy said this is a problem. And I can go on and on from other coaches and players who were active on Twitter tonight and said, what's the deal with roughing the passer? Can you hit a quarterback? Do we have to put a red cap on these QBs during the course of the game because you can't even hit them? It's a disaster what's going on right now. And so I joked about it. It ain't too much of a joke if you're a fan of the Raiders. I said, well, that was an easy makeup call. You got Chris Jones. Hey, they call it roughing earlier on in the game and to close the game out. Derek Carr doesn't get that call, and he's pushed to the ground. He was screaming for it. But guess what? The referees didn't blow a 20-10 lead. Y'all did. And the Raiders lose again. What else is new? This is just the Raiders' way. It's the JR Sport Reshow here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You'll hear from the players. We'll hear more of the plays. We'll talk more about the game. The Raiders are going nowhere. And the Chiefs, they don't need Tyreek Hill. They are still lighting it up. It's the JR Sport Reshow on CBS Sports Radio. We'll talk more about the game. I do want to mention to you another team that's surprisingly going in a positive direction. It's the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to get into Monday Night Football. We're going to get into your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I love your show. Love listening to you uh, on a regular basis. Thanks for taking my call, man. I, I really like your show, dog. It's, it's, it's a great show that we listen to up here whenever uh, we get the chance. Man, let me say, I love your show, man. I live in Brookhaven, Georgia, right? And I'm a truck driver. You make my night every night that you're on the air. I want to say that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We actually had a good Monday night football game. The Kansas City Chiefs, they come back. At one point, they were down 20-7. to Kansas City beats the Raiders 30-29. to Whooping their ass is something that they specialize in. This is now their ninth win in their last 10 meetings. Vegas could not hold on, Uh, questionable play calls, questionable officiating. But you just can't blame the refs when you're up 20 to 7. And the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, they had some calls that didn't go their way, and they still came out on top. Come on, the Kansas City Chiefs are a Super Bowl caliber team. They don't have Tyreek Hill. They've been able to spread the ball around. Uh, Kelsey is defying age. And and here's the other thing. Think about some of the best tight ends. Well, let's just be real. The two best tight ends in the NFL over the past 10 years have been Rob Gronkowski and Kelsey. Rob Gronkowski is old. Well, he's not old. He's busted up. 
He's retired a couple of times over. He's running around when he has played with a robo RoboCop arm. Kelsey is just – he's drinking something. Coconut water, the fountain of youth. I don't, I don't know what he's found. But Kelsey is a bad man. Tonight, seven receptions, four touchdowns. The Kansas City Chiefs were four of four in the red zone. What a shock and, and, and what a surprise. So congratulations to the Chiefs. They come out on top. Their record, they improve to 4-1. and one, And the Raiders, they fall to 1-4. and four. And oh yeah, funky little score here. We talked about this live. You got Coach McDaniels here. Derek Carr just connected. With Devontae Adams on an absolute bomb. There's four minutes, 27 seconds left in the game. And what does Josh McDaniels decide to do? Instead of tying the game and just kicking the ball through the upright, this man wanted to go for two. That was a questionable call. But then Josh Jacobs, they say, no conversion, no two-point conversion. And so they miss out on tying the game. And then that's pretty much the final score that we got, 30-29. to 29. We're going to give you all the details. We'll give you the play calls. You'll hear it all at the top of the hour. But before we do that, I, I do have to mention this. Another team that went 4-1, and one, they did it last night. It's the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys beat the defending champion Rams. Four straight victories. They beat the Rams 22-10. to 10. Everybody is on Cooper Rush mania, and the guy isn't even necessarily leading the charge. He's just not turning the ball over. They got the job done on the ground, the Cowboys did. 163 yards. Their defense got the job done. Demarcus Lawrence is even out there, you know, picking the ball up and scoring a touchdown. We got sacks at the end of the game. Michael Parsons, Matthew Stafford abused again, sacked five times on an offensive line. That is pretty patchwork right now. And the defending champion Rams, they're two and three. They're below 500 for only the second time in Sean McVay's six seasons as head coach of this squad. And Sean McVay, one of the best coaches in the NFL. And after the game, he made it very, very clear. Our guy, the guy who just helped us win a Super Bowl, Matthew Stafford, he needs help. I love Matthew Stafford. I'll ride with that guy to the end of time. And he's continuing to do everything in his power, um, you know, to try to help our team move the football, score points, and we got to be able to help him out more. Oh, he also decided to... I don't want to say throw himself under the bus, but he's a head coach. He's going to take some accountability for the situation. Allen Robinson, the free agent acquisition here for the Rams. Supposed to help even things out between Cooper Cup, who's still snatching balls at a ridiculous pace, 125 yards a touchdown. Allen Robinson had three receptions for 12 yards. What is that? He has 107 yards for the whole season. What is this? We're five games in. Cam Akers, 
he 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 can't go anywhere behind this offensive line. Thirty three yards on thirteen attempts. It's sad. And then Matthew Stafford is having to air the ball up all the time. One touchdown and one interception yesterday. And so the Rams are two and three. If you want to find the silver lining, the Rams next game, it's against the Carolina Panthers. So at least with those guys, they should probably whoop that ass. And if Carolina beats them, then the Rams should, I'm not prepared to say pack it up, pack it in for the season, but ain't nothing going to happen. Meanwhile, the Dallas Cowboys there, they're on an upswing. Four straight victories. Dak Prescott will be evaluated again tomorrow. Cowboys' next game, a big one, against the Philadelphia Eagles. I told you about the defense. The offense has been able to go out there and, I don't want to say just be functional, but they have, especially controlling the football. Cooper Rush is not turning it over. Cooper Rush is not driving you down the field. I mean, yesterday he completed 10 of 16 passes, 102 yards passing, didn't throw for a score, didn't turn the rock over. For the season, he has four touchdowns and zero interceptions. He's done an excellent job holding it down for Dak because he hasn't pushed the issue, and Mike McCarthy hasn't allowed him to go out and do so. And so the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, of course the owner, who else is going to speak, right? Jerry Jones. He says he's proud of his team so far. This team stepped out there and just absolutely uh, played. There's no question that to be in this uh, great venue, this stadium, be back up here in Southern California where we train, step out there and play the world champs like that. Play so solid. I'm, I'm not only proud, I know I'm proud for all of our fans. Now, I know Jerry Jones, when, when he does his radio hit down in Dallas, He's going to be he's going to be positive. He's going to be happy. I don't know if he's going to be running his mouth looking for a, a quarterback controversy. We'll learn tomorrow whether or not Dak has, has improved and whether or not he's going to go out there and uh, grip the ball. This is what Jerry Jones says. Now, here, here's the thing, folks. If Dak Prescott is ready to go, You don't leave Cooper Rush out there. And I understand there's going to be tons of folks who go, well, they're winning four straight victories. They're four and one. It's a big matchup against the Eagles who are five and oh. Oh, my God. You can't just pull the plug on Cooper Rush. What's Cooper Rush doing? I don't care if Dak comes back and loses against Philly. I don't care if he throws two touchdowns and two interceptions. I don't care if he throws three touchdowns and three INTs. I don't care if he throws one touchdown and two INTs. There's a reason why Dak is a starter. Regardless of how you feel about Dak and and what he can or can't do for the team and for the franchise, Cooper Rush is not leading you anywhere. Cooper Rush is an excellent babysitter. Cooper Rush is doing a phenomenal job, doing his job. And that's being a backup quarterback. That's being a placeholder. They're not letting Cooper Rush do a damn thing. 
They're praying. They're praying that this man doesn't just move the rock to the other team. And so let's not get started on this. And congratulations to Philadelphia. 5-0, and oh, beating Arizona yesterday. And there's something about the NFC East now, isn't it? The Cowboys are 4-1. and one. The New York Giants, they go out to, to London and beat the Packers. They're 4-1. and one. The Eagles, they're 5-0. and oh. And then you have uh, the Washington, what are they called? Shep, what is Washington? Are they commanders or the football team? What are they? They're a little bit of both right now. Not even a football team. They are the commanders. Yeah, they're losers. They, their record is 1-4. That much I know. They've won a game? The, the commanders? It doesn't seem like they've won a game. Yeah, I think it was the Jaguars. And since they beat the Jags. And that doesn't count. Oh, well, the Jags look decent for a little bit. They lost to the Lions, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Titans, and Ron Rivera is just throwing his own his own guy under the bus, which is absolutely hilarious. Ron Rivera, he might be the next dude gone from the bus. Pretty sad, pretty pitiful. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of pitiful, sorry. It's the Raiders. Raiders have one of the best logos in sports. Raiders have some of the craziest fans in sports. Raiders have a great history in sports. They have great colors. Raiders are also dysfunctional. Even when they only function as a football team on the field, somehow, someway, they come up short. Tonight is no different. The Kansas City Chiefs, they beat the Raiders, the final score, 30-29. to 29. At one point in time, the Raiders led in this game, 20-7. to 7. It's the Raiders' way. We'll talk about it. You'll hear about it on the other side. You'll hear from the players as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 